Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, the post-Christmas travel nightmare is far from over. Thousands of flights canceled, thousands more delayed, all caused by winter weather and staffing problems. Passengers stranded in airports, luggage is piling up, and patience is wearing thin. Southwest Airlines blamed for most of the chaos. CBS's Tanya Rivero reports. Buffalo digging out. The National Guard is called in to clear the streets as the death toll rises from the worst snowstorm in a generation. Breaking tonight, Supreme Court immigration ruling. The pandemic-era restriction blocking migrants at the Mexican border will remain in effect. Calls to resign. Congressman-elect George Santos remains defiant after admitting to several lies. CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns on how lawmakers could respond. Health Watch. CBS's Dr. John LaPook explores a medical breakthrough for young patients with heart defects. And furnishing hope. How a Washington, D.C. nonprofit is providing those in need with furniture and a brighter future. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening and thank you for joining us. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We have breaking news tonight out of the Supreme Court. It ruled the COVID-19 border restriction known as Title 48, 42 rather, will remain in effect. Plus, embattled Congressman-elect George Santos is facing calls to step aside after admitting he put, quote, a little bit of fluff on his resume. But first, we begin with the travel nightmares at the nation's airports. Bad weather and staffing issues have left passengers stranded and luggage piling up. 
Since Friday, nearly 20,000 flights have been canceled and almost 40,000 delayed. Southwest Airlines is being hit the hardest, accounting for nearly half of the cancellations. And the city of Buffalo, New York, remains paralyzed from what's being called the blizzard of the century. Heavy equipment is helping clear the snow-covered streets as the death toll rises. And on the West Coast, the first round from a powerful storm is bringing high wind and drenching rain to Washington, Oregon, and California. CBS's Tanya Rivero will start us off tonight from New York. For passengers on Southwest, the nightmare before Christmas has become the meltdown after Christmas. Honey, it's been horrific for everybody. At airports around the country, the writing is on the monitors. Luggage piled everywhere, Southwest passengers stuck in endless lines at the counter and on the phone. I was on hold for six hours. I literally fell asleep, woke up. I was still on hold. In New York, we met the Mason family, all eight of them flying Southwest, trying to get to a family reunion in Dallas. We get up to the front and she said, yeah, there's no way you guys are not getting out today or tomorrow or Wednesday or Thursday. The earliest they could get us on a flight would be Friday. Christmas Day, Southwest canceled nearly half of its flights. On Monday, it was three quarters with nearly its entire schedule canceled or delayed. And today, over 2,500 more flights canceled, passengers again out of luck. So are flight crews. Scheduling doesn't know where a lot of our pilots are even at right now. Crews have to call in to get their assignments and are waiting on hold for hours. What makes it so different at Southwest? Well, it's almost like a house of cards at this point. We're not able to provide answers, and it, and it really is. It's disgraceful. In a statement, Southwest offered heartfelt apologies and said we were fully staffed and prepared for the approaching holiday weekend when the severe weather swept across the continent. This storm was forecast for five days. Everyone knew what was coming and was preparing. Southwest wasn't. Late today, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg weighed in. Well, I want passengers to know that this department has their back, that we are going to be holding the airline accountable uh, because they've got a lot of trust to repair. He says the Department of Transportation is investigating the circumstances that led to this chaos. As for the Masons, that stranded family of eight, they rebooked on American and are flying to Dallas overnight just in time for that family reunion. Jerika. Tanya, thank you. Good to hear. Well, President Biden has declared a federal emergency in parts of western New York as at least 34 deaths are being blamed on that historic blizzard. The National Guard and state police are enforcing driving bans as search and rescue efforts continue. Here's CBS's Michael George. My truck got the worst of it. Tonight, Buffalo's roads are still clogged with snow and abandoned vehicles. A driving ban remains in effect. Please, please, please do not drive in the city of Buffalo unless you are emergency personnel. It is ugly right now on many of the streets. Icy roads still treacherous. Slow down. State police are using armored vehicles to clear the way, and more than 100 military police are now arriving to help. Buffalo's airport has recorded more than 51 inches of snow the past four days, paralyzing the city. Gusting winds were brutal for firefighters battling this house fire. Ice, not just on the roads, but encasing entire buildings. But there were warm moments, too. This group of tourists from South Korea was taken in by a family after their van got stuck in the snow. 
And Army National Guardsman Matthew Waldman helped a woman about to give birth. My mother texted me saying, hey, there's a woman in labor and nobody can help her right now. So I decided to veer off course a little bit, go, go to her address. And I, her, her street was completely snowed in, at least waist high in snow. Tonight, Denisha King and her baby are doing well, but Buffalo remains under a state of emergency. The blizzard conditions, of course, are gone, but we're going to be responding in some ways to this blizzard for still a number of days as they continue to open up the city of Buffalo. And now that the storm has passed, temperatures are expected to rise and trigger a rapid melt in the coming days. Tarika? Michael George Force in New York tonight. Thank you. While the Northeast recovers from the latest storm, another one is hammering the West Coast. For details on that, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Jerica. A strong storm system moving into the Pacific Northwest is bringing more wind to what has already been a wet mess. Heavy rain and tides higher than normal, creating a lot of flooding around shorelines in western Washington. And the threat for flooding will continue. Even mudslides and landslides a possibility in the coming days. With the snow we've seen, more snow on top of it. Many areas, snow will be measured in feet, even five to six feet. Meanwhile, snow winding down in western New York while temperatures are warming up. Over the next couple of days, we're going to see temperatures, Jerica, warming up in some areas to be about 10 to 20 degrees warmer than what you would expect normally this time of year. So big thaw is on the way. Looking forward to that. Thank you, Chris. Well, now to breaking news out of the Supreme Court. The pandemic era restriction on immigration known as Title 42 will remain in place. President Biden says ending the policy is, quote, overdue. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports on what it means for migrants seeking asylum here in the U.S. For thousands of asylum seekers who recently crossed the southern border, and thousands waiting in Mexico, the Supreme Court ruling means a Trump-era pandemic policy that allows the U.S. to quickly expel those who cross the border remains in effect for now. In the 5-4 to four decision, Justice Neil Gorsuch dissented, writing the policy's fate should fall on elected officials. We are a court of law, not policymakers of last resort. I'm really disappointed. Dylan Corbett is among the immigrant advocates who argue Title 42 has denied entry to those who do qualify for asylum or led others to attempt repeated or more dangerous crossings. Will they be sent back? You know, it means a lot of uncertainty because Title 42 uh, isn't uh, a solution to what's happening at the border. People who need asylum now um, are often cases sent back to, to cities uh, in northern Mexico that aren't safe. Since the policy has been in place, more than 2 million asylum seekers have been denied entry. But 19 Republican-led states argued that lifting the policy would lead to an even greater number of migrants crossing the border into cities like El Paso, where shelters are overcrowded. We were there during a September spike in border crossings. We're inside El Paso's Migrant Welcome Center, which has been set up to accommodate the high number of migrants. Title 42 likely will remain in effect until the Supreme Court makes a final ruling, possibly next summer. Manuel Bajorquez, CBS News. 
Tonight, CBS News has learned the Democratic-controlled House and Ways and Means Committee will release former President Donald Trump's tax returns to the public on Friday. The redacted documents are expected to include the returns filed between 2015 and 2020, the years he ran for and served as president. Well, the fallout on the political uh, fallout surrounding newly elected Congressman George Santos is growing. The New York Republican has yet to be sworn into office, but tonight there are increasing calls for him to resign after he confessed to lying about his education, work history, and his family background. Here's CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns. In various interviews, the congressman-elect confessed to a string of lies about his background. If I disappointed anyone by resume embellishment, I'm sorry. Santos told the New York Post he did not graduate from college, despite claiming degrees from Baruch College and NYU. I'm embarrassed and sorry, he said. We do stupid things in life. He also admitted he never worked directly for Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, credentials he had touted on the campaign trail. I believe I used a poor word use of words, but I did work in the industry for a number of years. But questions about his finances remain, including the source of $700,000 he reported to have loaned his campaign. Santos also addressed scrutiny about his claims of Jewish heritage. He has now deleted a portion from his campaign website where he recalled his grandparents fleeing Jewish persecution during World War II. I always joked, I'm Catholic, but I'm also Jewish. The Republican Jewish coalition didn't find it funny saying he deceived us and misrepresented his heritage. He will not be welcome at any future RJC event. Nassau County Republican Chair Joseph Cairo called the lies profound and said Santos has broken the public trust. The question really is, can the system protect itself? Can Congress set standards for who is appropriately a member of the House of Representatives or not? And another Republican congressman from New York that's coming to Congress next term has called for an ethics investigation into his future colleague. But Republicans here in leadership on Capitol Hill remain silent. As for Santos, he vows to fill his full term and he is expected to be sworn into Congress next week. Jerika. Caitlin Huey Burns at the Capitol Hill for us tonight. Thank you. Turning now to Ukraine, where the fighting in the east and south intensified today as both sides try to hold territory. CBS's Ian Lee shows us where the heaviest fighting has been. If war is the mother of invention, meet one of her children. Ukrainian troops jerry-rig a tower on a car used to pinpoint targets for their artillery. In Bakhmut, Ukrainian guns pound the enemy. Soldiers here repel intense Russian attacks. The city quickly became symbolic for Ukraine. Bakhmut still stands. President Zelensky praised the soldiers, calling the fighting in the east difficult and painful. That pain felt by the family of Volodymyr Yezhov. He was killed in Bakhmut last week. His candlelight funeral is a vivid reminder of the war, as roughly 9 million Ukrainians live without power. Russian President Vladimir Putin told State TV he's ready to negotiate some acceptable outcomes with everyone involved and accused Kyiv of refusing to talk. 
But Ukraine's foreign minister says Putin isn't serious. Everything they do on the battlefield proves the opposite, proves the con to, to the contrary. They're not, they're not seeking peace. Ukraine wants a UN-supported peace summit in February, but with neither side willing to give an inch on their demands, it looks like, at least for now, this war will be settled on the battlefield. Jerika? Ian Lee from Ukraine, thank you. Now to a promising medical breakthrough providing hope for some of the 40,000 babies born in the U.S. each year with congenital heart defects. Many of these children require multiple surgeries to implant and then replace blood vessel stents as they get older. Well, in tonight's Health Watch, CBS's Dr. John LaPook tells us about a new stent that grows along with the patient. You wouldn't know it by looking at him. But four-year-old Jake Schumacher was born with serious yeah. heart defects. Good job. What was your reaction? My heart sunk, and I just really didn't think this was real. I just kept thinking, why my son? Ready? After cardiac surgery when he was just five months old, Jake needed another procedure to place a stent to improve blood flow through the heart. Usually, surgeons use adult stents with a narrow diameter in children and have to replace them in open-heart surgery as kids grow. But the night before Jake was scheduled to get a second stent, the surgeon's office called. And they said there's this new technology where there's a stent that um, can grow with him. It's called the Minima Stent, the first ever specifically designed for babies and very young children. It expands as the child grows, making another major heart operation much less likely. So this is really exciting and game-changing for us. Dr. Dora Marcouche is a pediatric cardiologist at Cedars-Sinai in Los Angeles, where Jake had his stent placed as part of a clinical trial. So far, 10 kids at four hospitals have received the stents. At six months follow-up, uh, there were no issues uh, with the stent that was deployed, and there were no serious adverse events. Nine months later, Jake's doing Taekwondo and is about to take up ice hockey. I see nothing but great things for Jake. I mean, there's not going to be anything he can't do. Oh, yeah. Just try keeping up with him. Dr. John LaPook, CBS News, New York. Well, a judge handed down the longest prison sentence yet to the plot to those who tried to plot and kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. That's next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. He was one of the men who led the plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Today, a judge sentenced him to 16 years in prison. 
Prosecutors say Adam Fox was the driving force behind the plot. It included blowing up a bridge to help the abductors escape. The other convicted ringleader will be sentenced tomorrow. NFL superstar J.J. Watt stunned the league today, announcing his retirement after 12 seasons. Watt posted a photo from Sunday's game, noting that it was his newborn son's first NFL game and his very last home game. The Arizona Cardinals defensive end played most of his career with the Houston Texans, where he was a three-time defensive player of the year. He also raised nearly $40 million for Hurricane Harvey victims back in 2017. Watt, now 33, did not give a reason for his retirement. He underwent a heart procedure earlier this year. Well, the dramatic rescue of a teenage boy from an icy creek was caught on video. That's coming up. A teenager near Baltimore, Maryland, who jumped into a frozen creek on Monday to rescue a friend, had to be rescued himself. Help me pull him up! I got you, I got you. Police body cam video shows officers pulling the boy out of the creek and congratulating him for his bravery. Now his friend, who initially fell in, was able to get himself safely to shore. Well, furnishing hope by helping to create a place families can now call home. That's next. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Finally tonight, Home for the Holidays takes on a special meaning for one amazing nonprofit based here in D.C. CBS's James Brown shows us the women on a mission to fill the hearts by filling the homes of those in need. Single mom Gloria Antelon moved to the nation's capital with next to nothing. Got to the point where I slept in my car for maybe three, four days. And your kids? They was with me. <gasps> oh my God! Until they got this home. Whoa! All filled for free by Furnish Hope DC. Children deserve the bare necessities, if anything. The women behind the Washington nonprofit find new homes for gently used furniture. On my way here today, around the corner from me, there is a beautiful queen mattress sitting out with the garbage. I went and knocked on the door. I, no, asked, if we could, I asked if we could put it aside. Do you know this just, neighbor? Yeah, I do. Oh, so they didn't think you were crazy coming to They did, ask. but th I do know the neighbor. <laughs> Founder Nikki Mock often does the pickups in her own pickup. And women like Antelon, now a volunteer, find new purpose here. 
So you need everything. Even though you're just getting the footing yourself. Right. You're excited about helping others to get the footing that you now have. Yes. And you're enjoying it. Yes. Giving more than just furniture a new future. James Brown, CBS News, Washington. And paying it forward. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Jerika Duncan. Have a great night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.